Tipkins says he wants New Zealand to be ahead of the pack when it comes to climate change. Chris Hipkins says he wants New Zealand to be ahead of the pack when it comes to climate action. I've heard some argue that New Zealand should be a fast follower when it comes to climate action. That as a country that produces less than 1% of global emissions, we have no role at being, in being at the front of the pack. I could not disagree more with that assessment. I don't think that it's an understatement to say that today is a watershed moment in our transition to 100% renewable electricity generation and our goal of net zero emissions by 2050. The pool of money will be made available for green energy projects like solar, wind, battery storage and electric vehicle charging. Black Rock head of Australasia, Andrew Landman, says the innovation of New Zealand businesses is one of a kind. We firmly believe New Zealand could be first country in the world to achieve the 100% target. And this initiative is one step closer to hopefully helping that and bringing the public and private sector together to create enough capital and innovation and prosperity for the employment of those investee companies. BlackRock's Asia-Pacific Head of Climate Infrastructure, Charlie Reid, says to get to net zero by 2050, the world needs to invest $200 trillion of capital. Bring that closer to home, that's $1 billion every hour until 2050. And when you look at New Zealand, New Zealand is currently in the future at 83% renewables and is one of the leading renewable power markets around the world. Opposition leader Christopher Luxon welcomes the investment but says the challenge is getting consent. You can build a wind farm in two years but it's taking eight years to consent it here in New Zealand. And so what's unclear here is actually the consenting process that actually speeds up the development and, and, and the delivery of renewable energy projects. Mr Hipkins accepts it has been difficult. Consenting has been a challenge in the past. It's one of the reasons why we introduced the fast track consenting um, rules that we've had in place over the last couple of years that have sped up consenting for things like wind farms. Um, it does make it somewhat curious that the National Party are voting against RMA reform, which of course will make that fast track permanent. Solar energy company Solar Zero has previously teamed up with BlackRock. Its chief executive, Matt Ward, described the $100 million arrangement as transformational. We've gone from 5,000 customers to 10,000 customers inside 12 months. And recently we've also invested in our platform, which has enabled us to participate in the low residual market and help keep New Zealand's lights on. BlackRock anticipates the fund will be in full swing by the end of the year. John Berry is Chief Executive of Fund Manager and KiwiSaver Provider Pathway Asset Management and he joins me now. Kia ora, John. Kia ora, Lisa. Hi, it's actually Pathfinder, not Pathway, but oh. we'll run with that. Oh, no, sorry, Pathfinder. It's there, it's there in black cool. and white. I may have read it wrong. Apologies. Um, cool. In a nutshell, for people who don't know, what is BlackRock? BlackRock is a um, large US-based asset manager, so um, probably the largest asset manager in the world with about um, 12 trillion New Zealand dollars under management. And like that's a massive number, right? So I sort of think of it as um, the GDP of the UK, India and France all combined um, together. So it's, it's a massive global investor. So how does a deal like this work? If we invite them in, how much control does the government have over what happens next? 
Well, that's an interesting question because we we just don't know through the detail. Like we know there are a large global investor, so you know we welcome investment in New Zealand. We just need to be aware of the um, the bargaining power and sophistication they'll have, which could be a massive positive for New Zealand. But we also need to recognise that they are um, profit oriented. Like they they're not um, um, they're investing around the world to make money for their for their investors. What we want for New Zealand is to grow infrastructure here, is to decarbonise and generate prosperity here. So we just need to be aware that the goals we're trying to achieve are are matched with the deal we're agreeing with them. Well, when you talk about control and influence, I mean, what about mission-critical infrastructure? For example, one of the one of the things um, that BlackRock used as an example today in uh, the the press announcement was that they've invested before in charging stations for electric vehicles, right? So, if they were to have control of all of those in private hands, I mean, should we do that with mission-critical infrastructure? Well, we kind of have that with our petrol stations at the moment yeah. in the fossil fuel world um, of private ownership of the um, of the infrastructure. We, we need the infrastructure built and the capital has to come from somewhere. So, um, you know, we welcome private investment in building infrastructure in New Zealand. We just need to make sure it's on the terms that make sense for us as a country. So do we know anything from what you saw today? Do we know anything about the terms, whether there are any um, restrictions on the investment that the, that the government is welcoming? You know, the T's and C's, the terms and conditions, what are they? No, well, it, it's called the Climate Infrastructure Fund, which which implies it's you know building infrastructure, but they're also talking about... Um, battery storage, um, green hydrogen. So it's not entirely clear if, you know, if you think of the stage of, of building infrastructure, you have the technology development, so that's venture capital and, and high-risk investment. You know, we'd welcome that investment in New Zealand to develop technologies here. Um, you know, is it that part of the investment um, stage as well as the development, which is building, you know, like our KiwiSaver at Pathfinder is invested in lodestone solar, building solar plants, um, solar farms in New Zealand. That That is more risk you know, it's, it's risky actually developing it. Once you've built it and own it, you get the cash flow off the operation of it, and that's the least risky part. And it'd be interesting to know which which parts of that sort of life cycle, the development of the technology, the development of the solar or wind sites, and then the operation of those sites, where exactly is the money from this fund going to be directed? In going into this partnership, should should the government care about the fact that BlackRock is a massive investor in fossil fuels? Look, BlackRock is a global, would be regarded as a global leader in ESG, environmental, social and governance investing. And and some people say it does too much around climate change and a lot of people would say it doesn't do enough around climate change. Um, You know, it, it, it is a global investor with investments in fossil fuels, investments in renewable energy, we just need to make sure the investment they're making in New Zealand makes sense for us as a country. And also BlackRock is currently under investigation in America, right, over its um, investments in China. Again, something we should be concerned about or not? Yeah, look, there there are a few criticisms of BlackRock. One is... um, in America, there is criticism around its investment in China. Um, you know, another is around the control it has over companies. So, along with State Street and Vanguard, it controls 20% plus of a huge number of S&P 500 companies. So, there's massive voting power that they have. But that, that's in, you know that voting power is in public markets, and really the investment they're making in New Zealand is in private markets in the unlisted space. 
So, um, is, does BlackRock make any claim to being an ethical investor or are they just an investor interested in making money? Bottom line. They would say they're a responsible investor. What's the difference, John? <laughs> the, the difference, well, the difference is an ethical investor, which is what we would say Pathfinder is um, focused on ethical investing, is firstly values. We, we invest in values. So around climate change, we would say it's important to invest in a way that mitigates climate change because that is the future we're creating for our children and our grandchildren. A responsible investor, which is, which is BlackRock, would say, okay, put the values to one side. We need to take climate change into account because it is a risk for the future, it is a risk for our investments in the future, and we need to invest in decarbonising and, and companies that are decarbonising because they will be more resilient as the world transitions to lower carbon. So it's, it sounds like quite a um, nuanced difference, but actually from an investment perspective, it is quite an important difference. Can I have a very quick answer to this? Do we need to be wary of BlackRock? I, do, I just think we need to not wary, we just need to be aware that they are a very large global investor. They are there to make money for their um, for their investors. They're sophisticated. They know how to invest in, in decarbonisation um, and renewable energy. So that's a big positive. We just need to be aware that we are um, negotiating a deal around infrastructure in New Zealand, and we need to do it on terms that make sense for us as a country and good for to, future generations. Good to talk to you, John. Thank you for joining us. That is John Berry from Pathfinder Asset Management there. It is 17 minutes after five. Kia mo tonemai. Do stay with us. You're listening to Check.